Welcome to Neoweek Audio, a collection of podcasts and Twitter spaces produced and curated by Neoweek, the number one news and community platform for the Neo Protocol and the Aurora ecosystem. At neoweek.com slash podcasts, you can find every interesting audio piece from the community in one place. We curate content on topics such as DeFi, NFTs, gaming, DAOs, community hangouts, and more. Basically, we got you covered near fam. And without further ado, let's dig in. Welcome, welcome, everyone. GM, GM, how are you doing? Just give it a couple of minutes here for everyone to hop on, but I hope everyone's having a great start to their day. Welcome, Brandon. How you doing, man? Hey, Brandon. How's my audio? Sounds good. Perfect. Awesome. How you doing this morning? Oh, doing great. Doing great. It's been a busy week so far, and uh, a lot of a lot of cool updates to talk about. Yeah, we had a, a massive announcement yesterday from the Jump DeFi side. Uh, it's been a lot of work getting that um, ready to go, but there's been a, a few really big um, milestones and updates and exciting news in the overall crypto space as well. So I'm excited to kind of dive into that first this morning. Yeah, um, I haven't been following too much of that i would say but there is the the one thing i did hear about and maybe you know more about that but the paypal stablecoin i'd like to talk about that at some point yeah yeah for sure man um that would be yeah i think that'd be a good a good one to start on i'm sure most of us are at least aware of the headlines uh, that we saw paypal launching their own stable coin um, on the Ethereum blockchain. So they will be using Ethereum or a layer two, but essentially integrating a native stable coin that will be used um, through their platform and, and using the blockchain to do it. So you have a multi-billion dollar publicly traded company that's now coming out and taking their crypto integrations to the highest possible level. Um, I haven't really dug into the tokenomics or anything like that. I, I don't honestly think that PayPal has published much information as far as the guidance goes there, but just kind of the, the knowledge that that's happening is, is really incredible from a use case side of things, but also from a regulatory standpoint as well. We're seeing confidence from more publicly traded companies to start really onboarding this technology. And that um, is 
a really big win and super exciting to see. Well, yeah, isn't there a lot of, um, isn't there some established regu- regulatory requirements for a stable coin? I know that that is one of the more things, uh, one of the things that they, sorry, they look at more because of the complications that can happen when a stable coin falls or, or uh, DPEG, which we've seen before. I honestly don't know. Um, I would imagine that requirements would be more strict, but I'm not. I'm not sure how far the, um, you know, the SEC or the FTC has gone as far as providing like common sense stablecoin regulation. That's a good question, um, but ultimately, I think it's it's more more up to the credibility of the the. the the company that's providing it. Like we have, you sort of have two different um, conflicting ways of, of building a company when you look at um, Tether versus um, USDC. So with USDC, you have a company that exists within the United States. They are really on top of their reporting as far as their audits, their proof of reserves, how all of the assets are stored in, you know, banks that banks with vaults that are also being used to um, purchase treasury bills and earn the yield on that. And that's all captured in, in very robust reporting requirements that's audited by the top auditing firms in, in the world. You can compare that to Tether, which is, a much bigger stablecoin in market cap, and they're an overseas company. They are a bit more shrouded in in secrecy, and and they certainly don't follow the same standard of reporting requirements that USDC does. So I don't know if there's necessarily a common framework of requirements yet for stablecoins, but I think the people, the investors, have at least a lot to do with this in terms of hey, we want to see that the stablecoin is backed by assets equivalent to or worth more than the amount of a stablecoin market cap that exists. And so I think it really starts to fall from there. But um, yeah, I, 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 it would be interesting to look into the regulatory system that does exist for stablecoins. Yeah, yeah, I guess that's true. They, um, the powers that be aren't quick to establish any regulatory, you know, set any regulatory requirements in stone, but I imagine if they do circle the company behind USDC, they really would, uh, they're trying to establish these prerequisites before, before it's actually real law for regulatory requirement. I think that's what they're trying to go for. And I do really trust those guys. And I think we've saw that the amount of liquidity they have backing up their stable coin does really help make it a reliable stable coin. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I guess what's front of my mind right now in the more broadly speaking um, crypto space is a big announcement that, that was released today. Um, people are coming out and saying, that they have reason to believe the Bitcoin ETF 
is going to be approved or a spot Bitcoin ETF is going to be approved. A few months ago, we had BlackRock apply for the Bitcoin ETF. That was a really massive signal for investors as a whole to start thinking, hey, this Bitcoin ETF, if it's going to happen, it's going to happen now with BlackRock behind it. But um, Mike Novogratz came out today. He's looking at a, a four to six month time frame before he thinks approvals will be um, issued for the spot Bitcoin ETF. This has sent crypto prices pretty high, um, even in the, the days leading up to the news that officially dropped today. Bitcoin has performed very well. So you know, I think some people have been aware of this, but one of the main indicators that I think is guiding this right now is a committee that was formed by the government um, for like Bitcoin, um, like Bitcoin oversight in as far as like a regulatory and uh, in, in the regulatory realm of, of like ETFs and, and things like that. So a committee was formed by the government that would probably spearhead the launch of the spot Bitcoin ETF. So really exciting news there. Um, this is something that's a bit of a two-edged sword because if all of these exciting things happen, we have all of this news that's telling us spot Bitcoin ETF is going to be approved. That's going to send crypto Bitcoin prices up quite high. But if for whatever reason it turns out, hey, this doesn't happen or this uh, BlackRock's uh, uh, Bitcoin ETF submission does not get approved on the first go around, I think that will actually be very detrimental to the market for an unbeknownst amount of time. So it's certainly a, a risk factor as well, just because nothing is 100% and no one has had a spot Bitcoin ETF be approved yet. So yeah, it, it's certainly a really exciting one with a lot of um, risk and reward attached to it, just as far as the impact of, of the results. But everything that we're seeing come come from the news, come from the people involved, does seem to indicate some substantial progress in terms of a spot Bitcoin ETF approval. So really excited there. And it's cool to see the market react accordingly. Yeah, well, there'll be like a reaction to it not being approved. Won't there still be more chances for them to keep working on this ETF, you know, more chances for approval in the future, even if it's not approved the first time? Yeah, uh, absolutely. I mean, there's been tons of submissions, applications for a spot Bitcoin ETF up till now that have just been rejected. Um, but BlackRock, who has really never had an ETF submission request fail, now they're coming and they're the ones that are doing it. So chances are if you look at anyone who's the most capable of, of bringing a spot Bitcoin ETF to life, it would probably be, probably be BlackRock. And if they were to get their application um, denied, yes, it could happen later, but it would probably, it probably wouldn't give people very good confidence that that will happen anytime soon. Right. So um, it'd be more of a timing thing. And, and I do think that, that that outcome would actually be pretty, pretty bearish for the market. Um, but that's not the way that people are, are looking at things right now. People seem to be 
heavier on the approval side right now. And so that's kind of where, where I guess my sentiment is at, but yeah, I guess I encourage everyone to definitely pay attention to that and make, make your bets. Um, as far as what you think you can do, there's probably some pretty easy hedging opportunities as well, leading up to that four to six month time frame where you could probably have your preferred trajectory of, of the Bitcoin ETF approval, but also have a little hedge position that says, Hey, if this, if this news doesn't happen the way we think it does, bam, I just made a lot off a, a short position or a put or whatever. Um, and then the last thing that I want to touch on um, as far as crypto wide, DeFi wide news is the curve exploit. Um, there's been some exciting kind of revelations with this in the last few days. Um, and probably most people that are listening right now are aware of what happened with the curve exploit, but there was essentially, it was a zero day exploit in the programming language that curve used to build their applications. That exploit did allow for someone to come in and steal a lot of money and curve is really the liquidity part of DeFi as a whole. So when a lot of liquidity was is stolen from the heart of liquidity and DeFi, it's a big deal. Another kind of important thing to note with this whole fiasco was the curve token was, was very impacted by the exploit. Mitch, the co-founder of curve, had a very large loan against his curve position on Aave and Frax and I think a few under other lending protocols. So he could, instead of spending his curve tokens, he could just borrow against them and buy a few really cool man uh, mansions in, in Australia. But when that exploit happened, brought the price of curve down and Mitch had to figure out a way to pay back his, his loan and, and, make sure that, that his collateral of curve tokens would not get liquidated. If that was to happen, it would send curve to zero basically. Um, so very, very ugly situation. And what did Mitch do? He got to work and started making deals with some of the most well-known people in, in, in the space to sell them curve tokens on a three to 12 month lockup period give them a nice deal, handshake deals and get the token sent over and between, you know, a few main prominent figures like DCF God, Machi Big Brother, who not a fan of, but kind of, you know, still cool what he did. Um, and, and a few other people as well sent him, you know, millions and millions of dollars. He sent them curve tokens on a three to 12 month lockup period and boom now all that collateral is back so they he did a great job there at making quick decisions linking up with people that have liquidity and getting his loan paid off but another really big um i guess movement in that whole situation was that the exploiter did end up returning the funds they made him a deal where he was able to keep, I believe, 10% of the assets that were exploited once he returned 
the the ninety percent or or all of the funds that he had he had taken. He he received a a ten percent bounty, which was an incredibly large bounty. But the the exploiter did make sure to leave us with a little bit of a sassy um, ending note where he was essentially said, "Yeah, this isn't a lot of money to me." I just don't want to ruin your project. Um, I am smarter than all of you. And that, that's the last that we've heard of the exploiter. So he, um, he did send that <laughs> message out on chain, but. <laughs> so, yeah, it's been, um, it's been a very eventful couple of days, uh, really has. And I think the, the direction of a lot of these announcements is, is quite positive and it's great to see it doesn't take, many more of these impactful events to really drive the web three space up to the front of everyone's mind again. And I think we're, we're certainly heading, heading that direction. Now, I think it'd be good now to kind of just transition into the mantle side. There's been a ton of very exciting growth in the mantle ecosystem project teams are onboarding every day. Um, there is a robust DeFi ecosystem being built. And recently, just uh, as of August 5th, we just passed 40.44 million in total value locked for DeFi on Mantle. So lots of liquidity is flowing into Mantle and uh, things are looking really good. So that's um, obviously super exciting to see. And what we're able to do now is sort of do our part in this initial expansion for the Mantle ecosystem um, with Jump DeFi. We've been building our infrastructure, building our community for effectively two years now. But what we haven't done yet is take Jump Token live to the market. People have been able to earn Jump through lots of different opportunities throughout, you know, the, in the entire time that we've been live on mainnet, whether that's through NFT staking, airdrop rewards, you know, little things like that, just to reward our community, reward our early evangelist supporters um, with these, these token allocations um, that are available even before the token is tradable. And so people have been able to take advantage of that, but they haven't been able to, trade or, or really create markets for jump yet we haven't done that we haven't brought jump to the market and that's really the next step for us so we announced this yesterday it's been in the works for quite some time uh, but just kind of bringing all of the pieces together and i think the timing of this is is really shaping up to be um kind of kind of perfect with the growth of mantle and also just the the increasingly positive sentiment for the market i'm just super excited for us to you know bring jump to life in this environment um it is difficult right to kind of just manage when to when to make that happen and it has not been an easy market for token go lives um really anytime in 2022 was was quite harsh and i think you know 2023 just continues to get um, better and better. So, I think now we're we're really at um, a great a great spot to do this. And the way that we're going to 
go live with Jump Token is pretty simple. Um, we're going to start with the token sales. So there will be a private sale and a public sale initial DEX offering that are going to be hosted via the, the Jump Pad, our, our token launch pad on Jump DeFi. And something that I think is going to be pretty damn exciting. And I really hope that we can incorporate this with a lot of the IDOs um, or token sales that are hosted from the Jump Pad. But actually beyond the very low evaluation that people are able to capture when, when purchasing tokens in, in the token sale manner, they're also going to be able to access a pretty massive prize. Um, so just for some context, the private sale, one person will receive a $5,000 prize. Public sale, one person will receive a $10,000 prize by simply just being a participant in, in the private sale or the, or the IDO. So purchase your token allocation and you'll be entered, boom, to win a pretty juicy prize. Uh, so that just you know, something that we're excited about. Give back to the community and make it more exciting to you know, participate in, in a sale. So I think that's, that's an element that we're you know, certainly excited to provide for the community, but also just um, you know, looking forward to seeing how we can evolve that and, and really build in more incentive structures to token sales that have kind of gotten maybe a bit boring in the past. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, I was just going to say, I am really excited for the giveaway incentives. It'll be a really good opportunity to bring people over to Mantle, showcase our platform, but also, you know, Mantle has been doing a lot of great things, and I really want to help bring that community to its fullest potential. And like you said, in the last year, in 2022, even in 2023, there's kind of been been a little bit of a damper on token sales and most of the tokens that i've seen go uh do really really well we're just meme coins with no functionality at all functionality at all so it's it's going to be good to try and actually bring real value to an ecosystem rather than just take it out with pepes and other things like that <laughs> yeah and and also just a note to chima or i guess the rest of the audience um, just want to make sure you're able to hear us okay. Um, Chima dropped a, a message that looks like they weren't able to hear the audio from us. So um, give us a thumbs up or a thumbs down if uh, you're able to hear us just so we, we know that Twitter hasn't rugged us. <laughs> oh my gosh, he said for 23 minutes no one said anything. That, he's still watching? That guy, is a, that guy is dedicated. He really wants to hear what we have to say. <laughs> Yeah, I I, um, I I feel that, but uh, yeah, hopefully everyone's able to everyone's able to hear us other than him. Um, but apologies, man. Uh, Twitter is uh, it's a it's a it's a tough tough time for us. So, looking past the token sales will be the Jump Token airdrop, and again, this is really the culmination of rewards for all of the hard work that our community members have put in over the past. Two, two years effectively. Um, we have the main jump airdrop events, which are tied to the jump air jumper NFTs. You receive the NFT as an airdrop, stake it on the jump NFT staking platform and earn 
the token allocation over a period of three months. Um, and then also the Mantle incentivized testnet campaign. There will be an airdrop on Mantle for that um, that is available to people that participated in Mantle testnet. So we'll have those airdrops that execute really as the token sales wrap up. And then going into kind of the final stage will be the jump initial farm offering and liquidity incentives. This will be where liquidity exists, um, or sorry, there a ton of rewards exist for people that stake their jump on into the X jump single stake pool and also um, provide liquidity on jump swap as well into the whitelisted pools. By doing that, you'll access a ton of jump token rewards um, that really just go to fuel initial incentives for the platform. So those are really the three main stages for rolling the token out. And um, yeah, I think it's it's going to be pretty uh, effective as far as what we need to do to bring Jump to life. We're already onboarding tons of partners and um, just kind of really setting a great foundation for the weeks to come and, and all of the you know, hopefully success that's tied to that. So what we did yesterday, um, we re released like um, a tweet with kind of an exciting uh, pump up video, but also at the same time um, on the same Twitter thread, we released an article um, for people to really dive into the details a bit more um, about everything that's happening with Jump Token. And then also um, we released the private sale signup application. Um, so you can check out the, the pin tweet here and kind of see all of those different elements um, available for you if you if you want. So that, um, that is really where we're focusing the majority of our time and energy right now um, to make these, these three things happen. It's going to certainly be a a very um, involved and crazy time for the jumper community. Um, I think now is where we're really going to amp up the marketing and setting up collaborations that can really propel us after we reach this, this zero to one finish line. And I think that is effectively where jump DeFi reaches the masses. We've, we've already built you know a huge community but now is where things really go to the public in a bigger way. And yeah, I'm just super excited to, to make that happen. Yeah, me as well. And I am, like you said, I'm really excited to start making more collaborations and connections within the Mantle ecosystem. Um, we've been talking with some of the, the projects that have been developing on Testnet and that have recently went live, including Fusion X and some other ones. And I really just want to get to know them and see what we can do together to bring value to the whole Mantle community. Yeah, and um, I guess just from the, the Mantle side, we are planning um, really to focus the token sales and initial liquidity into the Mantle ecosystem. So I think that's really where we create our main building blocks of DeFi and, and, and collaborations at scale will be on Mantle um, just based on, I think, where we see the liquidity, the demand going in the short term. Um, so it's going to be so cool to 
to build out the right partnerships and really kind of create a, a place and ecosystem for not only the majors to thrive, but also, you know, the rest of the community. So it's, it's going to be awesome to play an integral role in that growth. Um, but yeah, what I, what I can certainly say, and I'm sure a lot of us are aware, there are incredibly strong teams coming into the Mantle ecosystem that I think really can position Mantle to be neck and neck with Arbitrum and Optimism in terms of the DeFi performance that's available and that can that can flourish um, in the Mantle ecosystem. So that's a pretty good um, opportunity for everyone that's here now. And I think, um, you know, those are really the main, the main updates today, guys. We um, did have Bruce, he's, he's actually meeting with a few liquidity providers in Dubai right now. So he wasn't able to join us on the call today, but um, we just wanted to give you guys this, this quick update. Um, it's a really awesome time for us and we're excited to share it with you. I think one thing that we're really going to be pushing now is just locking in these these strong partnerships um, and making a more cohesive environment for Mantle DeFi. Right now, there's there's still a lot of people that are kind of just just being introduced, just coming into the market. And I think within the next two months, it's going to be a much more composable place where where people have products that are live and there's a lot of just kind of collaborate collaboration that, that will come with that so if i'm thinking of things as far as like where i see the the s curve going i think two months will really be where we start to hit that that massive growth stride so be patient um, but also just be ready for a very exciting um, couple of months. As far as everything that we've talked about today, um, from the jump token sale and just bringing jump to the market with the airdrop and IFO, timing of that will be, you know, mostly based on how we're able to reach the market, but that's something that we're looking to execute on immediately. So it's kind of putting in the required effort and resources to ensure everything's going to run smoothly and then going to market as soon as as soon as that happens we're looking at things you know on a weekly time frame here um but yeah we'll, we'll have more more of the formal information um continue to be posted in discord um, just as far as dates go and also um, valuations and things like that for the private sale and IDO, all of that information will be provided um, as we, we reach closer to some of those dates. Um, Brandon, if there's anything that you have that we haven't hit on yet, would love to hear from you. And then also just um, from the audience, if you have any questions, please feel free to jump up. No, there isn't anything huge. I did see a question from Kingsley about our forms for the IDO and private sale, and I will look into those so that we can get those up and running and uh, everything goes smoothly. Uh, yeah, so for for the private sale, um, if you look on the, the pinned messages, 
It's the second um, most recently pinned tweet. Sorry. Um, you can click on that. The tweet says, want to join the Jump Private Sale and a chance to win 5,000 USDC. That's actually the link there. You can also see it um, in the article that we posted on Medium. But uh, yeah, um, if you if you have any questions about that, please just hop into Discord. We'll, we'll get you sorted. Um, check the announcements as well and kind of just be um, directed through all of that pretty easily. And then also something to note, guys, um, with the tweet from yesterday where we made that, you know, my opinion, pretty um, badass anime style video. Um, we have a hundred USDC giveaway for that right now. So um, you can see the requirements in Discord for that. But really, it's just like retweet um, and tag a few of your friends. So nothing too stringent on, on the requirements. They're just really working to get that get our messaging out, let people know Jump Token is going live and rewarding the community for helping us there. So I guess we'll we'll probably close on that. But we will talk soon we'll talk um come next wednesday um, but we do have a lot of just massive updates coming in the meantime so be ready for that and so excited to see where we're able to take this fam have a good one guys